0: Saying, oh, you've got chubby hands, and I'm like, what the f... Oh, Godwinson's streaming.
1: Oh, is he? Oh, we're going up against Godwinson, are we? Fucking oh,
0: there's no point, is there? I'm
1: going to have to send him a strongly worded
2: letter.
0: You just put in the uh, live chat, like... Uh...
1: cheese? Is that a type of cheese, Dom asks? Uh, I believe it is. Oh, look at that. Alphabet Cat knows it. <laughs> Alphabet oh. Cat's got it already. He Googled it. Uh, Good evening, and welcome to another Fourteen Words. Uh, Black Rain. Um, I watched it once, years ago. I only really remember Andy Garcia getting his head cut off.
2: Oh,
0: wait, we're talking about Black Crane. Yes, that was the Godwinson recommended (laughs) movie. It's kind of. Yeah. I remember it was kind of all
1: right, but nothing special. I mean, there aren't that that many good Michael Douglas movies.
0: Well, it is an enjoyable film. Godwinson reckons it's Ridley Scott's finest work, better than Alien.
1: What? what, is Is he discounting the Hovis commercial?
0: Uh, yeah, does he know about it? I'm just. Wait a minute. Live chat's finally loaded. I'm just gonna put, dear, um, at Godwinson. I am doing my podcast for T N words. Please be boring for the next two hours. Thank you. So, right. So maybe some people will switch over. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Kate Capshaw. Kate Capshaw was from um, Indiana Jones, weren't she? And I think Spielberg directed those as well.
0: Oh, um, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Alphabet cat? No, lizard said. Um, yes, Godwinson caught it on to my good friend Fremen on the sand. Says, so is, is this the Hobbit man?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Hobbit, uh, Godwinson knows all, sees all, and knows all.
0: Oh, Forza in the chat says it's not going to happen, Hobbit, lol. How come they, how do they know I'm Hobbit? I do, that's just my good friend Fremen on the Sand. You can't, you can't, we, for, for legal YouTube terms of service reasons, we are not the same person. Yes, quite. Now, on onto the show, so Dominion of Malchizek, I don't remember this episode of Deep Space Nine. Was it the one where the shapeshifter can't hold their form and they go? They use that. Um, what was it glycerol to look all slimy? Mm, don't know. And they had really bad psoriasis, which yeah. Well, can you imagine? Can you
1: imagine how many like uh, sci-fi actors have <laughs> suffered with
2: psoriasis
0: it was a hard job working in star trek it's like all right five hours in makeup doing your latex
1: well you know now it's the same thing but you know no no nobody wants to watch it imagine being imagine going through all that hell and it's still shit
0: well i was just thinking you know like it it must have been the the dedication to the cause and you're in like uh uh the end of the road star trek voyager playing kazon which is like poundland uh, klingons but at least the kazon were enjoyable and like whatever like modern star trek is
1: uh, speaking oh. of um science fiction I, I, I was listening to a podcast so i think there is some sort of uh, directors cut of um event horizon floating around uh
0: i saw a a a, a Picture somebody did there saying the hidden link between Hellraiser and Event Horizon. It's like, what? They're both. That's the video in the about it. They're both horror films.
1: Uh, Yeah, they're also because there's Hellraiser 4 is Hellraiser in Space and it shares a lot of the same crew and stuff. And also. Oh, what? Because apparently, you know, the the Hyperdrive, the Hyperdrive is based on the box.
0: Is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, it shares
1: a lot of the. It's well worth watching that video I put in.
0: If they're going to wreck on it, then fair enough. But the thing I don't get with Event Horizon is, surely the people that made it and know the story can say uh, they're not dead, right? You, you can say to them, "So, so what happened here?" And maybe they could just—I don't know—describe um, it. Uh, uh, no, they're all dead,
1: aren't they? they all killed it. Uh, Apparently, they all fucked each other to death.
0: Oh, right. They they didn't die in a, you know, a, a light airplane accident.
1: No, no, no. Nor, nor did they shoot themselves twice in the back of the head.
0: And they, they didn't get into a car, which then decided to crash into a tree. What was yeah. the name of that journalist who, he, he had evidence that would uh, lead to the arrest of Hillary Clinton... And then his car decided to accelerate and not brake, and then he crashed into a tree. Wait, these, they were talking these, about how look, it's look remote controlled. If you know
1: enough people. There's just going to be hundreds of people that have died in mysterious accidents. It's just the way. Oh
0: well, I, I, I'm saying you know, there's no foul play whatsoever. But people are talking about how yes, these modern cars they can be, uh, remote controlled. And so like
1: temperamental, is that what you're saying, Hubert?
0: well I'm saying that you can send signals into their computer because then there's no like direct mechanical links to the brakes accelerator it's all well, computer it's, it's
1: theoretically it's theoretically possible that if you didn't pay your bill pay keep up with your payments on your Tesla, they could literally just drive it back to the carriage remotely yeah, yeah, it's just I not like the idea that
0: BMW. with the b m w the um where the 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 BMW went? Oh, look! All this software as a service with subscription fees. Yeah, we like that. How about we make heated seats a subscription service? Oh yes, yeah, shit. yeah. The oh, yeah. D- DLC in cars. Yeah, I've seen that. What 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 if we make like airbags and ABS brakes and seat belts and optional DLC as well? Uh,
1: or a car that suddenly just stopped on a railway level cro- level crossing? Says Alphabet. I- Cat.
0: Yeah yeah, yeah yeah you know cause that's a place for a car to Speaking stop of that,
1: there's a i can't I can't. I can't remember where it is but there's a ghost story in america where if you park on the level crossing uh the ghost of little children push your car over the other side and stop you from getting hit by the train because they died in a school bus crash on on railway lines
0: i was going to say why would children be doing that why can't you have like the ghost of jeff capes or yeah. <laughs> what's an american strong man do it
1: I don't know. Are there, they they would. They never put in a good showing in The Strongest Man in
0: the World, did they? Well, there was that big fat black man who was in The World's Strongest Man, and he was from Louisiana or somewhere.
1: Um... Yeah, but it was mostly like British and uh, like Nordics, weren't it? They were like the main ones that used to do that. Right, shall we talk about the Dominion of Melchizedek? I think that's what it is.
2: Oh yeah, sure, sure. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm totally not spamming the chat to say install UBlock Origin and Brave Browser. Uh,
1: sometime in the early 1980s, Californian preacher and con man Evan Day. See, why are they, why are they giving it? Uh, this is, this is. Oh, by the way, I was going through some old 14 Times, and I found this article in uh, 40 14 Times, number 98, May 1997.
0: So what? I thought 40 words no hang on Fortean oh, times which is not affiliated with the podcast show um Fortean words which is the show we're on now um I thought they've been around since the 80s
1: uh was that issue 98 12 a month no that makes it 90s doesn't it unless there was a volume 1 i don't know
2: Ian's
0: asking what the fuck is a that word? Wow. I, I, easy for you to say. He's a man what, it is, what is from the Bible. It is one of those words which when you try and pronounce it would actually uh, summon demons into reality. So throughout this uh, thing I like shall them, be referring call
1: to Portugal futumch.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, or Clatter tube Um <laughs> So, from now on, I'm going to refer to it as the Dominion of, uh, of Matthew. Or the Dominion. Yeah, the Dominion. Yeah, the, the dominion. The domi- well, yeah, but, you know, if we ever have to use the word beginning with M and then it's, it's going to be Matthew, you know. We're to, let's anglicise these words here, because we were talking a bit before the thing, and you were trying to do that that stupid consonant-only thing that the people of the... No, 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 I was reading two.
1: a bit of the book of Melchizedek. Melchizedek.
0: Matthew, and yeah. um, so... Uh, Malcolm, you the know, book the, of Malcolm. there isn't a book of
1: Malcolm, the, so we can
0: call it the book the of, bu- the, the of Malchip. And yeah, uh, yeah so well, but Lord one Malchit. of the things that... Yeah, the, the book of Malchip. Now, they do that thing with the consonants because they're weird, and I'm just going to anglicise it as Jehovah. Yeah. I, I refuse to use that term. I'm not calling it Keeve. I'm not calling it Beijing, it's Peking, Bombay, Kiev, yeah. and it's Jehovah. Yeah, I'm not using your stupid foreign and muck made Ukraine. up terms. We,
1: are we supposed to call it the Ukraine or Ukraine?
0: Well, look, the, the term the Ukraine is because you, Ukraine means borderland. Mm. So you don't say, oh, where do you live? I live in borderland. No, you say I live in the borderland. So that's why you say the Ukraine.
1: So anyway, Mister da- Evan David Pedley realised that thumping the same Bible as everyone else left him in a mind-out market. So he composed the Book of Malcolm. See, and and had a printer and had a printer run off a few thousand copies of a Bible with it in, along with a few alterations to the general text. There's nothing wrong with writing new books of the Bible. Well, I, I think there is. Don't you, <laughs> don't you, Hobbit? Just just knocking in new new books of the Bible. I don't think it should just anybody should be allowed to do it, do you?
0: It works for the Mormons, but yeah. one could argue that Joseph Smith was um, whilst he was a uh, I'm not going to say a charlatan. Some people say it's a charlatan. Uh, he's probably got more of a claim to add books to the Bible than others. Who is this Church of Jesus Christ in Christian Fellowship? It sounds like one of those Protestant things. No, so I'm
1: going to look at the, that. that's the um, the. Uh, that's the people who do the um, Book of Belgium.
0: What we believe. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. That's Matthew. Yeah, that's the Book of Matthew. The centre of Christian worship is Jesus Christ. Everyone learns and grows in their way, and we all should grow together in Christ. We all grow in grace in our own way and our own time. Anyone who has been born again of Christ may consider themselves fellows and worship with us. Oh, so they're these people that do adult baptisms or something? Oh, are they? I, I, I don't know. Well, you've got to
1: get good eighteen years for the demons to get in, haven't you? Robert?
0: Anyone who's been born again of Christ may consider themselves fellows and what. So, born again Christians. I, I don't know. What chat? What's the point of being born again? You get baptised, and that's it. You are then baptised. You are part of the faith. What? What? Why? Why do it again is it's, it's, it's redundant well, it's like you know, there be an
1: element of choice in it
0: you know well yeah, but like I mean, for example, I was baptized as a baby, so now I don't need to be, and if I hadn't been, I would have gone baptized. Uh, so, well, I don't need to do that because I already have been. It's like when Obelix goes, "Oh, can I have some of the magic potion?" and then Get a fix says to him, "No, you fell into the cauldron as a baby. You've got permanent effect on it. So you're you're permanently baptised. Once once you've been baptised, that's it. You're you're in. <laughs> Hobbit is God's God Squad. Yes, quite." Mm. So, sorry i was just just uh, church of jesus christ in christian fellowship oh, so what is this uh, the, the book of melchit or right. malcolm
1: so anyway we were talking about uh what's his name uh evan david pedley file um spedley pedley yeah so so he got a bible re, re, he, he knocked up a new, knocked up a new book of the bible whacked whacked it in a bible so then, um, so then, the fourteen times think there's nothing wrong with that. They think that's fine.
0: Just knock up your own book of the Bible and put it in there. Uh... Oh, they're starting to use weird words here as well. Uh, so I'm interject here because you're saying about new books. It, yeah. They're putting in, in. They're putting in the horrible demon speak here. They say, "The Gospel of Jesus Christ is the good news." I assume that means the good news that we may be saved. If we but accept Christ's grace and be born again, salvation is a free gift given to all those that accept Jesus. So far, no no disagreements here, forsake their sins and move forward in Christ in... uh, (laughs) T-E-S-H-U-V-A-H. Sorry for spelling out the demon curse there, but just... You know, I'm, I, I I realize my, my my pronunciation's a bit lacking when it comes to these uh, horrible demon words, and so that's it, it's just like you're taking something beautiful and you're doing the sacrilege to it. I don't like this. This this is disturbing me.
1: So anyway, so uh, anyway, there's a little bit here where they say about like uh, it's okay, like Apocrypha, it may be maybe made up as well, whatever. However, the generally accepted contents are hallowed by antiquity, so we can distinguish them from the extras of more modern and debatable provenance. The most famous being the Book of Mormon. Oh, look at that! The fourteen, the fourteen times throwing shade on the Book of Mormon.
0: Yeah. Uh, Ian has a very salient uh, question in, in, in this important interview. Yeah. It says, "Have you seen ball kicking porn?" <laughs> now... I thought it was something to do with football, but then he goes on to explain where you get a woman in boots kicking a guy in the testes really hard. I would hard. like to
1: see a bird with jiggly boobs doing keepy-uppies. That would uh, that'd be quite satisfying.
0: Yeah, I'd like that. Well, the thing is, um, uh, them doing volleyball is, is like that. Yeah. I, I quite like watching uh, uh, big-titted women doing volleyball, but then again, I believe that's the point of volleyball, Right, so Not it, sure why. I'll continue. Mm.
1: It takes no great yeah. leap of the imagination to see that the gaps in the Bible might be remedied by an inspired author, and being so inspired, Pedley was able to make even more money on I the preaching Adley. circuit. Pedley. Uh, I, I think that's some sort of uh, name change gone on there, I
0: think. Smithy Pedley, yeah,
1: was able to make even more money on the preaching circuit. This, this was not his only business. He and his son Mark formed a formidable swindling team, well known to California's police and prisons. In 1986, Pedley Sr., now calling himself David Wellington, was named as a co-defendant in two trials at which Pedley Jr. was convicted of currency and land fraud. The only, they, and only avoided joining his son in the dock because he was being held in Mexican jail <laughs> along with his lady friend, with a lady friend. While Pedley, Pedley Jr. was then known as Mark Wellington, was beginning his nine-year sentence, a corpse was produced by the Mexican authorities and identified as David Pedley's. There's some doubt as to whether it was actually as he, him, as it had been rumoured that he has since been seen alive. Either way, David Pedley was recognised as a world-class con artist, one one of that one of that elite among crook, crooks who could run a scam from inside a jail. Where did Pedley get the idea for the Mel- Melchizedek Bible? A clue can be found in Jack Valley's Messengers of Deception. He investigated a number of UFO go- groups around California in the 1970s who used the name Melchizedek when they claimed that claimed that he came from the stars to initiate Abraham. Given the geographical and temporal coincidence. It's not unlikely that Pedley was inspired by these groups. The extracts from the Melchizedek Bible on the Dominion's website do have a slightly New Age feel about
0: well, them. right, okay. I, I'm starting to understand this because whilst you're talking about this, I keep going on to this Church of Jesus Christ in Christian Fellowship and mm. the fundamental truths, and I'm like, what the hell is this? It's saying that... As October the ninth, two thousand nineteen, the Church of Jesus Christ in Christian Fellowship—that's fucking mouthful, isn't it? <laughs> registered as a corporation of non-profit in the state of Ohio, with the following is a statement of fundamental truths. All members, home branches, synagogues, congregations, stakes, and other bodies of membership, and lay clergy have accepted and adopted the following statement of fundamental truths. We shall seek, by the grace of God, to be governed by the constitution as set forth. We also seek to teach and propagate the doctrines contained within the Statement of Fundamental Truths, also known as the Seven Principles of Mormon Kabbalah. What the hell? (laughs) And then, so I'm like, that link, which got me down this, you know, uh, thing, the the, the old rabbit hole, it says, the book of of Mount Chip, the Fellowship of Christ, the following is a divinely inspired translation of the first four chapters of the book of... Of uh, Malcolm from the Plates of Brass by David that began on the eighth of March two thousand eighteen. So this is a recent translate. This is after Joseph Smith and Brigham Young, I assume. So is yeah. this Mormonism? Is this Mormonism? But like uh, Mister uh, Golds, oh, I've
1: seen it. I've seen it compared in this article. I thought I think I saw it somewhere else while I was while I was doing a bit of researching on the internet, and it does get compared to Mormonism quite a lot.
0: Ian uh, says, "With this Mormonism, he says that women's volleyball isn't as good as it used to be. Women have dicks these days. Is <laughs> political correctness gone mad? You can't make it up. Well, if they've got a penis, then that's either a shemale or it's a bloke in a wig. It's not. It's not. It's not a woman. You know, I, I've I've read enough of Mormon philosophy to know what a shemale is.
1: <laughs> uh, shortly before he died, Pedley set up a retreat for t- retired preachers of Melchideck. As he was the only such preacher, it was clear he intended his Bible to take off in a big way. He bought an unnamed coral island in the Pacific near Clipperton that was notable only for disappearing completely at high tide. This has not stopped at least two banks and a financial centre opening for business there. Offshore banking at its most literal, especially at high tide, especially at high tide, this was a bit a bit, this was a bite a bit, a bite this was the bite a bit? This was the bite a bit. I don't know what that means. It's a bite. Yeah. But they've said bite a bit. As Pedley believed, he was buying a bit of tropical paradise. Nevertheless... So they're saying he was conned. The swindler got swindled. No, that's what they're saying. I don't think you can call him a swindler. I think that's an anti-Semitic canada
0: habit. Mm. Sorry, I meant to say he's a Shylock.
1: (laughs) Nevertheless, and his most lucrative... It was his most lucrative legacy to his son, the first territory territory of the Dominion of Melchizedek. Pedley Junior decided to change his name to Branch Vine Dresser. You read this earlier, didn't you, a bit.
0: Uh, Well, I just want to interject because Lizard says Melchizedek sounds like a champagne bottle size. Well, as you know, the Mormons are teetotalers, so they'd never have a Jeroboam or a Methuselah, which is eight times the size of a normal champagne bottle. So the the Melchizedek is, in fact, just a large bottle of grape juice. (laughs) Uh,
1: Pedley Pedley Jr. decided to change the name for Branch Vine Dresser, Something more biblical to go with his new role as Minister... Plenipotentiary. Have you ever heard this word, Hubbard?
0: Yeah, plenipotentiary is an ecumenical matter. It's, oh, um, a, oh he's call, he calls himself
1: out. Minister Plenipotentiary of an ecclesiastical and constitutional sovereignty. My God, did he, did, did he swallow a thesaurus or what? Yeah. Uh, thus, thus renamed and paroled in March 1990, he went into business with a new bank, Banco de Asia, is, is that what you call a portmanteau hobbit? Banco de Asia?
0: Ba- Banco de Porto de... What the f- <laughs>
1: <laughs> Uh although, it, although this was registered in the Dominion of Melchizedek... Oh, now we know why it's a portmanteau. Because it's a made-up one. He operated from offices by Lake Tahoe. Vine dresser was able to convince the Nevada regulatory authorities that Melchizedek was a real nation and through Banco de Asia, he brought up a shelf company called Current Sea, like Current, current, current as in Current and then C as in Body of Water, which claimed 10% of the world's oceans, valued by him at $1 trillion. and excuse the pun, pun <laughs> floated the company on the stock market. <laughs>
0: I told you this now, would be fun, didn't I? So, I it, uh, the the thing is, one might ask. I, I'm going to have to be very careful with how I word this because uh, Susan YouTube might get upset. Now, Mister Mister Malchit here, uh, uh, Malcolm Malchit.
1: It's Pedley, isn't it, Mark Pedley? Oh,
0: pe- ped- Pedley Smedley. Pedley So. Yeah, you noticed that there was another scam going on, you see, where you can claim billions in, in reparations from the German government and said, Go, I fancy getting a bit of that for myself. I know. I'll declare parts of Antarctica and the Pacific Ocean, my own sovereign territory, the, dom- the dominion of Malcolm. And if anybody says, oh, well, you're not sovereign, then I will claim that they are a uh, super racist... Um, I'll I'll invent some sort of term for super racist and I'll get laws passed in France and Germany and Russia to say that you can't be super racist, you'll get five years in prison. Um, So that's that's what I'm saying Mr Uh, Smedley, Medley Smedley, Dominion of Malcolm's done.
1: So his change of name didn't help him evade the law. His wife, Cynthia Wellington, was known to her neighbours as the one with the husband with the weird religion. And so he was Colin. <laughs> <laughs> this time... I t- I, that sounds like an anti-Semitic canard con- con- to me. Uh, this time it sounds
0: like the episode of, uh, of uh, King of the Hill where it's like, you were the cult, it's like, we're not a girl, weird spirit. Yeah, this is it.
1: Uh, this this time for advanced fee, fee fraud and other offences... His religion remained important to him. From his prison cell, he said, I learned it all from my father. I had years of lessons. He was the most godly man I knew. Uh, Despite Vindrez's legal troubles, the Dominion continued to grow in stature as a nation state. By June 1993, it had achieved diplomatic recognition from the Central African Republic. If anybody knows about the CAR, it's the most fucked country in the world, isn't it?
0: (sighs) It's... Calling it a country is like saying that corner shop near where you live is a legitimate business. <laughs>
1: uh, so uh, it's a landmass in, in the shape of a country. I think that's about all you can say about it. Isn't
0: it? Here in my car, I'm as safe as can be. No <laughs> one will chop me up. When I'm in car, down, down, down. Former,
1: former stamping ground of His Highness the Emperor Bacassar. The president wrote to the vinedresser, care of the Dominion's Washington, D.C. Embassy, offering formal recognition and full diplomatic privileges. I am not going to uh, suggest that maybe some money had changed hands, but I'm going to suggest that maybe some money changed hands.
0: Well, whilst you're doing that, I'm, I'm here, you know, reading the tenets of, of the faith of the book of, of Malcolm. And. So they got seven tenets here, like God is real, which is actually some something not in the Bible. Um, I mean, we know God's real, but they have it. The Mormons have to say no, He is. Well, doesn't He speak? Which...
1: Doesn't He speak throughout the Bible that that kind of infer that He is real?
0: Well, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. You see, in the Bible, it's implied that God is real because it's like, well, okay, you see everything around you. Yep, God made that. Well, not Whereas way, he in spoke the more. To
2: people,
1: didn't he? He spoke to Moses and Abraham and people like that, didn't he? He literally
0: say... incarnated on earth as Jesus Christ to save uh, us from, from our sins, but save, never mind that. Save us that.
1: from the, uh, the pedleys of this world.
0: But, but but these like the, the Mormons, the, you know they have to say, oh well, we'll 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 do a, a chapter and verse specifically on how God is real, which just sounds a bit defensive, guys. But then after that, they went God is good, and then that's the quote from the Book of John. And then you created to be saved, John chapters three sixteen, which is you know God loved the world so much, he sent his only begotten Son. Freedom of choice, which is the Book of Enoch, which was apocrypha, but it's very interesting. Love and Serve God, it was Matthew, and then the Book of Moroni, oh yes, the, uh, the the famous thing there, uh, Love that, Our Neighbours, is that,
1: the, is that, the, is that the, I Know a Girl Named Boney Moroni, she's yeah, skinny like it. a stick of macaroni,
0: the, the Book of Moroni, not for morons, uh, and, <laughs> and then we got Love Our Neighbours, Leviticus, and then finally, right at the end, I will read this one out, and you can go back up to the thing. Change perception, change reality. Doctrines of the saints. Uh, right. So m- more we have questions more... in the
1: chat. If God, why did He make slugs and wasps?
0: Well, uh, this is actually, if you understand the tenets of Mormon Kabbalahism, you will understand why God created slugs and wasps and Cheryl Cole. Reality is defined by how we see the world. Okay, After we have taken. Real,
1: explain Brie Larson.
0: Wow. Um, after we have taken the above steps, walking the path of... We see the way the world changes. When we see through human eyes, we see weakness and sin and slugs and gregs. Once born again, our perception changes and we see God's creation as he sees it. It is good. With these seven principles in one's life, Okay, no, no need for proof-checking if you're doing Mormonism... We
2: become Mormon Kabbalists. This is
0: worse than Mormonism. It's pseudo-Mormonism, isn't it? Is this like Claire Corr's secular Quranism? Have we just stumbled on her inspiration here? It's
1: secular. It's secular Mormonism.
0: I think I need to get like a a sort of go-between Stephen J. James and Claire Corr and just sort of say to her, Come on, Claire, what do you know about Mormon Kabbalism? (laughs)
1: <laughs> what should we get Claire on to talk about this religion? Because we'll we'll push this on her.
0: She available? Yeah, I mean she she might understand this better than we do. Right. So so the car
1: has res- as uh has has recognised them. Um, I have a copy of that letter. Dominion will fax it to anyone who questions their right to call themselves a state, which also features in the profile a fat file a fat file of official looking documents which they send to potential citizens and includes their banking and insurance statutes, their rejection letter from the UN and letters from the EU, the Nigerian High Commission in London and the US Department of Justice, all apparently recognising the Dominion statehood. These recognitions have been obtained by Methods which would do the makers of Brass Eye Proud still recognition. Like, this really dates it, doesn't it? Brass Eye as a, Brass Eye as a, as a, as a reference there.
0: So are they just heavily editing things to say, you know, like, cake is a made-up drug. What a load of cobblers. The,
1: the Dominion is real. Um, still, recognition is recognition, however tenuous. The Dominion's diplomatic relations are one of its chief sources of income. And for an annual fee of $5,000, anyone can be an ambassador at large. Should you have difficulties with immigration or customs, you only have to invite the functionaries there to call the Dominion's Washington, D.C. Embassy to have your diplomatic status confirmed and your baggage freed from tiresome searches or seizures. Uh, Yeah, I can see some people that would be interested in this one. Uh, I have a copy of one of these passports issued to His Royal Highness Prince Gerald... Prince Gerald, the same wittenstein Hohenstein, or someone claiming to be, which was successfully used to travel in India and China. I'm told HRH didn't get very far with it in Hong Kong, where he was put on the next plane out after trying to set up a dodgy bank. The territories of the dominion are a bag of are, are a bit. Oh, of... hang on!
0: Isn't that editorialising? Who says it's a dodgy bank? I yeah. mean, for all we know, this this could have been God's it's bank on legit- Earth. But
1: this is a legit- legitimate country.
0: But now, fa- thanks to these evil racists that just don't like the book of Mo- uh, of um, Moran,
1: yeah.
0: uh, we-, we will never have God's bank on Earth. I mean, for all we know, it could have had a very reasonable uh, APR rate. The territories of the
1: Dominion are a bit of a mixed bag. Malpello, off the Pacific coast of Columbia, was another of Pedley's acquisitions. It featured in the indictment before a Texas grand jury of one Jeffrey H. Reynolds III, probably not his real name, who was responsible for the wholly fraudulent California Pacific casualty insurgents. I don't even know what that is. During which he was wrongly alleged to have invented the Dominion of Melchizedek, Reynolds got 54 months in a Texan Jay and nowadays, though, the Dominion lists its Malpolo as a territory. It admits there are cross-claims to it, especially as the Colombian government seems willing to send this, sell this island over and over again. Another piece of island territory which the Dominion claims is the Pacific Paradise of Caritane, part of the Polyde- Polynesian Taparata group. It is a tiny 14 square miles island, at uh, 32 degrees south, 152 degrees west. Sovereign rights were granted to the Dominion, so they say, on 26th November 1994, making it the only, the only piece of Dominion territory that isn't claimed by any other state. Dominion officials say they are moving the government's executive arm there and satellite phone and fax facilities are there are in place. The Dominion also has a claim to Jerusalem, as as, as Melshitek was king there at the back of the, at the start of the second millennium BC. It's only natural that his latter-day followers should stake a claim. Of course, there are competing claims, not least that of the Israelis. But this hasn't stopped the Melchekians from setting up their fo- their locus of government there and looking looking for a site for the third temple to be their millennial
2: headquarters.
0: No. The state of Israel not recognising the book of M- more, uh, of uh, yeah. Malcolm and the, and and his Smedley Bedley's yeah. uh, claim to Jerusalem as his capital is an anti-Semitic canard, and we can say that definitely. Yeah, uh, the Israeli government are anti-Semites. Uh,
1: following a breakup of the USSR and through a treaty made on the twentieth March nineteen ninety four. The ancient Carpathian country of Ruthenia became part of the Dominion in, in order to secure its independence according to a 1995 Dominion source measures were put in hand to secure the borders and take charge of any nuclear armaments left behind by their former soviet masters but these seem to have come to naught finally the dominion claims finally the dominion claims 90, 90 to 150 degrees of west antarctica you said this earlier didn't you Hubbard?
0: Yeah, just claim Antarctica. Yeah. Do you know what I find interesting in this? And it's, it's only tangential. You keep talking about the Dominion. Yeah. This morning, I had a dream that I was watching an episode of Deep Space Nine I'd never read, seen before. A like then I got disappointed because I was like, oh, hang on, this isn't Deep Space Nine. This is going to be a, an episode of Voyager. Oh, God. <laughs> and now here we are talking about the Dominion. <clears throat>
1: Finally, the, uh, da, da, uh, so this might be considered controversial as the treaties governing Antarctica prohibit territorial claims, mineral exploitation, settlement, and indeed any activity on the continent that isn't scientific research and ancillary activities. Uh,
0: what well, if the scientific research is to get a bunch of oil and coal out of the ground well, you know, and sell it on the international market?
1: That's just hearsay,
0: I bet. I mean, it's like when the Japanese go in like, uh, Wales and, like, whales some whales, and yep. they say, yeah, it's for scientific research. The scientific research being, like, how many of these whales can we harvest before people say you should stop that?
1: What the Dominion purports to do in all of these territories is to be a transnational nation-state transnational nation and unite with all freedom-aspiring men and women who share the planet Earth. It supports... It supports the shared values in, values common to all men and women to express the needs, wants and aspirations of the third millennium and new concepts relating to international organisations and cooperatives designed to recognise, provide, promote and with internal recognition the horizontal integ- integration of, <coughs> of interest groups, institutions and entities as a step toward an internationally united planet. Uh, and if you believe that, I've got a bridge to sell you.
0: Honestly, you, you just said a whole word salad there and I lost interest. <laughs>
1: I, I read it I read it and I don't understand it.
0: it's just it's like when Russell Brand would do one of his things where he'd swallowed a dictionary and I'm just like How are people following this pipe Piper? He's not he's not interesting and I say that and I watched him a couple of months ago and he was saying some interesting stuff. He did stuff, write a booky
1: book though, didn't he?
0: Yeah, where he talks about how uh uh, ricky give Gerv- no, uh do i want to get into the bit about the sexual proclivities of ricky gervais which Ooh, russell brand knows about because he frequents the same prostitutes or lovely yeah because you see you can't talk about somebody doing an embarrassing sexual fetish in this country and it not be true because we've got the most stringent is it libel now is it libel or slander when you've printed a a, Lible, a uh,
1: libel is print i think
0: and so we got verbal so we got like the most stringent libel laws in all of the world so if russell brown's saying that ricky Gervais goes to the same prostitutes and does something i'm not going to repeat it um and doesn't get sued like i don't know Maybe nobody else read, read this book, so it doesn't matter. That's quite, so that's nobody quite a cares.
1: Uh, after all, Russell Brand did write it.
0: There was a period of time where I read a lot of books. Like I read, I even read Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. What a fucking waste of time that was. Who wrote that? Book? Doesn't even. Oh, just some tosspot that goes schizophrenic. He literally has a nervous breakdown and quits his tenureship of a university professor because he's unable to define the word quality. So he goes on a nervous breakdown, but he's going on the road trip around America with his son on the motorbike. All
1: while while on the sick paid for by the state, I should imagine.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, he has a nervous breakdown and he just kind of, like, you know, leaves his... uh, son in a, in a truck stop and just goes walking in the desert eventually comes and picks him back up again, it's like it, it, there's nothing about Zen Buddhism in it and there's nothing about motorcycle maintenance in it, it's literally just like, yeah I went on a road trip with my son and I went mental because I don't know what the word quality means
1: uh, Alphabet Cat says Hobbit would love a Haynes manual on his track.
0: I literally would. I, that was one of the first things I looked up was haynes owner's Manual, Jaguar S-Type. It doesn't exist.
1: Anyway, the Dominion is, is governed supposedly from Jerusalem. Why would it be government from Jerusalem? I wonder why. By a legislative council of elders, and executive branch. Although the executive branch is in the process of setting up on Caratane, it has the it has a supreme court to hear appeals and the chief justice is one b vine but no junior courts to try cases it used to claim the resort of the co- it used to claim the resort to the courts of the commonwealth of the bahamas for settlement of legal disputes but whether the bahamian courts knew they had this jurisdiction is something that i haven't been able to discover they also claim to have a special envoy to the vatican an olympic team a college of heralds and a university along with a small army of ambassadors uh what the what the dominion actually does is nothing to do with any of its purported territories or high-minded international ideal it sells the melchizedek bible and provides cover for a succession of international con games no As well as the aforementioned California Pacific, the Dominion has featured in a number of scams recorded in the financial press around the world. A particularly fine example is the Inner Sanctum, a Ponzi scheme backed by, as it turned out, worthless Weimar Republic bonds. Money paid into the... Uh
0: What's a Weimar Republic bond? Is that just like some hyperbole? 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 Um, I
1: don't know. Uh, money paid to Inner Sanctum was ba- was banked with Swiss Investment Bank of Mayfair, London, which was incorporated in the Dominion of Melchidec, and quietly and quietly vanished just as the investors discovered that the huge payout checks drawn on it were worthless. Inner Sanctum itself was slow- closed down last year by the combined actions of the police, the Serious Fraud Office, and the Department of Trade and Industry. California Pacific didn't just sell fraudulent insurance, it was also involved in the long-running Wheatland Gold Scandal, a scam which, which fa- that fails so- as soon as someone asks, where's the gold? It's, its last attempt went like this. A company based in Dallas claims to own a warehouse full of gold ore, the Wheatland Warehouse, which is allegedly in Las Vegas, although no address is given, and its location is said to be a big secret. During an earlier failed deal in 1991, The address given for the warehouse turned out to be that of a business park unit, which is now the premises of a ceramics manufacturer. The company produces an insurance certificate for the gold, which the insurers later denied all knowledge of, alleging to be a crude forgery, and tries to use it as collateral for huge loans to be used in unspecified investment deals or in another variation, movie financing. The whole deal has failed no the whole deal has failed no less than three times. Lest you think that the, the Dominion sits back and lets its citizens do all the swindling, the insurance journal reported on their current president's troubles with the California state regulators over her alleged involvement in a, in a Pacific... Hold on a sec, I'm going to blow
0: my nose on it. Talk for a sec. There's got to be at some point, right, where you say, OK, you've done this three times, now fuck off. There's got to be some way where, you, where they can say, look, what you're doing now is harassment. Fuck off and don't come back again. And I'm gonna have to uninstall it and delete
2: absolutely
1: everything. To do. Oh
0: it's not some incompatibility with um, banana, is it? Or um, shouldn't be.
1: Uh, we should be back on. Uh, no, OBS keeps crashing. I've uninstalled and really reinstalled it. I've, I'll have to find some sort of uh, super uninstaller or something to really destroy every last part of. it, I think. Uh, right then. So, well, we? what do you want to talk about then, Hobbit? Do you want to talk about the you talk about the runners and riders? I've found a fairly good website that talks about each of
0: them. Runners and the riders. The main Sorry. people. The
1: main the main folks.
0: It's a dominion of of Melchit.
1: We've also got that uh, academic website, haven't we? We could talk about some of the stuff.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll click on the academic one because uh, Yeah. Um oh wow, this is well well formatted. Yeah. The Dominion of Melchit is a micronation known for facilitating large scale banking fraud in many parts of the world. The president was Pearl Asia Gamboa.
1: <laughs> First, yeah, firstly, there's, yeah. There's a current, pre- it tells you the current president is Richard James oh, McDonald.
0: But, so that president, Pearl Asia Gamboa, which is a real name, yeah. was wife of Vice President David Korem. Their activities were described by the Italian newspaper La Republica as one of the most diabolical international scams ever devised in recent years. Praise El Duce. The I've Dom... They've
1: got some strange names in this. They they seem almost European, but not quite, don't they?
0: It's almost as if they're, like, uh, doing aggressive mimicry. <laughs> the the Dom, that's what they refer to them as, the, the Dom, was created in 1986 by even, Evan, Ivan? E-V-A-N? Evan. It's Evan. By even da- David Pedley yeah. and his son... M- M- mark L- Lugan Pedley. That horse uses a number of pseudonyms, including Zinch Ben David Nezakalem and Branch Davidians. No, Branch Vinedresser, which is a rough English translation of the Hebrew. The Pedleys have published a translation of the Bible known as the <laughs> Bible. During the 1980s, the Pedleys were, conv- were convicted and imprisoned for multiple various land and share-related frauds, citation needed. But they weren't imprisoned for, like, doing uh, blasphemy and sacrilege and trying to get people to pronounce demon guttural words. <laughs> the current president of the Dominion of Melchizedek is Richard James McDonard, so clarification needed a lawyer and former law enforcement officer from California. Citation needed. Before becoming president of Dominion of Med... McDonald served as governor of the Dominion of Med... Bar Association and an ambassador at large. McDonald believes people can claim state citizenship, thereby giving them rights which differ from those of a U.S. citizen. Does it, like... I have the rights here to kill whoever I want, commit uh, uh, tax fraud. Well, committing and...
1: wide-scale fraud is obviously wonderful, isn't
0: it? Yeah, and, and also I, I, can, um, I can sell fentanyl to uh, St. Floyd. Yeah. Um, but he only gives me dodgy 20, so that wasn't a very good business venture. Anyway, um, what are the rights given to the, the DOMs? Uh, well, it doesn't say supporters of Dom assert that it is an ecclesiastical sovereignty similar to Vatican City. While its flag incorporates Christian, Jewish, and Islamic symbols, Dom has no established church or formally constituted religion. And most external observers, ret- t- that? it's got like a bunch, of, it just copy and pastes a bunch of stuff, and it's it's. It's fucking weird. Dom also claims Jerusalem as its homeland. This claim is based on the biblical legend of Melchizedek, who is said to have been a priest king of Salem. However, as no person associated with Dom is known to reside in Jerusalem, and as the Dom apparently has no recognized means of enforcing its claim, but it, they have
1: at claim... some point.
0: <laughs> this claim is also generally rejected. Citation needed. Uh, during the 1990s, Dom began to claim sovereignty over a number of Pacific islands. Oh, you've already said that bit. Yeah. All of which were already possessions of recognised states. Dom's claims include Tagoni Atoll, which is an uninhabited possession of the Marshall Islands. Malpelo Island, oh, a possession that one, didn't we? of Colombia, inhabited by a military garrison. Caritane Shoal, a reef...
1: That's the one that disappears. <laughs> I died.
0: Ah oh, that's it. a reef submerged under 9 meters of water. Yeah. Solocopee Island which is part of Fiji and Clipperton Island a possession of France. So, Dom they, so, so when... it
1: looks like they've had a they've bought a bit more pro, a bit bit more territory since the 1997 article
0: then. Oh they haven't bought they've just like you know thrown yeah. a dart on the map and it's like oh that tiny island there yeah that's ours now. Mine. Um yeah. Uh, the Dominion of Mount Zedek website... Oh, yeah, and also Antarctica. None of these claims are recognised by does, any established government. the
1: rules of acquisition? Because I'm kind of guessing that they probably do.
0: Well, the first rule of acquisition is once you've got the customer's Latinum, you never give it back. The Dominion of, of uh, Mount Zedek also claims that it is a recognised sovereign entity. A recognised sovereign entity. However, mainstream media outlets, including Forbes, Magazine and the Washington Post have characterised it as a nice. ruse, and it has been described as non-existent by the United States Securities and Exchange Commission. Um, of all U.S. governments, like why is the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission? They've got like links. Like all of these words have got a link next to them. The word "buy" hasn't. It? If I click on "buy," uh, D- Dictionary of American idioms the Clarity international Dictionary of english market search hall dictionaries translate search internet uh-huh. yeah every single every single letter in this in this article is a hyperlink uh- anyway recognition that's cool well, yeah,
2: article- that's
0: crazy so the, the the word in has a hyperlink on it yeah mark and Shit. Share- in Dictionary of American Idioms. Anyway, an article in the Washington Post reported that Don was diplomatically recognised by the Central African Republic. Oh, whoa! Well. You know, guys, I mean, we're recognised by the Central African Republic in 1993, but stated... Isn't, isn't the Central the theme- African
1: Republic the, the poster child for shit-hole countries? <laughs>
0: I thought the gold standard of if if you're, like, a legitimate state is whether or not the Central African Republic I, formally recognises you. Yeah. Um, in 1993, but uh, they stated this is the Washington Post, you get the feeling that the Central African Republic would recognise the state of denial if it had a letterhead. Yeah. Ooh. Is the Washington Post being racist towards the proud Central African Republicans? Yeah.
1: They're saying that they're, saying they're somewhat oh, yeah. corrupt. I,
0: I, I believe they're saying that they're gullible. This is, I mean, the one thing which well, I, I know think, about I Central
1: Africa corrupt Af- is the is what they're actually going for, Hobbit.
0: Well, well you, you know, the gullible, corrupt, stupid, ooga-boogas. I mean, all, all of these are just, you know, various like they they they're all just attacking the good the good nature of the noble people of the Central African Republic. Now. An article in Quatlu's online anti-fraud site notes that Melzidek has apparently obtained some sort of recognition from some smaller states, all of which are notable for their corruption. Claims that Dom has received recognition for any major government are purely lies. Are they saying as the CRR
1: as... isn't a major government?
0: I, they, they,
1: yeah, that sounds like I, everyday I, I, racism to me. That does.
0: This, I mean, like, you know, how are we supposed to carry on with like this when you just got this blatant racism against the Central African... I'm not going to stand for this. This is rude. Um, As far as is known, Dom does not maintain a diplomatic mission or any other form of representation in the Central African Republic. Nor is there evidence confirming the existence of a formal bilateral relationship of any substance. Dom's website claims it has since been recognised by Burkina Faso. Oh, isn't that the model in the 90s? The
2: Yeah. Oh,
0: no, I'm thinking Naomi Campbell. Um, no reliable secondary source has published a confirmation or denial of this claim. Marshall Islands Statement. In response to one of Dom's territorial claims, the Government of the Republic of Marshall Islands issued
2: the following statement. The Government of the Republic of the Marshall Islands, it is a long title, Condemns the claims and activities asserted by the alleged representatives of the Kingdom of Enikikoko and the Dominion of Melchidek. The representatives making claims of simple sovereignty are not citizens of the Republic of the Marshall Islands. And have no right to make claims on oh, behalf of... If
1: you Melchidek.com, of... that's the government mm. website.
2: Oh, okay. And make no claims on behalf of Marshallese landowners. Furthermore, these representatives are making fraudulent assertions that violate the Republic of Marshall Island's Constitution. The area of land and ocean which the Kingdom of Inikikokoko asserts as sole nation separate from the Marshall Islands and some of the area of land and ocean which the dominion of Melc is asserting control of the areas within the geographical and political boundaries of the Republic of the Marshall Islands. That was the Ministry of Foreign Affairs,
0: Republic of Marshall Islands. You see, that's the sort of place you want a statement for about this sort of stuff. The Department of Foreign Affairs, not the yeah. U.S. Exchange and Securities Exchange. Yeah. What the? Uh, the Marshall Islands has issued a diplomatic note to other nations, urging nations friendly to it not to recognize claims of DOM in the Marshall Islands. Remos Hermanios, not to be confused with the Spolos Vanos. Um, The recognised Eroljalapep? Oh, it's some made-up term. The recognised chief of Tanongi was later quoted on an Australian current affairs programme as saying that he granted Dom a 50-year sovereign lease on Tagongi Atoll. However, as sovereignty over the Atoll as opposed to land title belongs to Marshall Islands and not to private citizens. The Coconut Man's action is generally considered to be null and void. I'm not going to try and pronounce it. Troll Japlap? No, Coconut Man.
1: Erojulaplap?
0: Uh, uh, plap? Troll plap Yeah. Brat brat. Over 300 investors in various parts of the world have lost money in purported investment. <laughs> Fantasy passport and employment scams run by several banks licensed by Mr Zizek, including one operated by a supposed diplomatic representative, citation needed. Dom apologists have suggested there is no link between Mount and the illegal activities conducted by banks it is licensed. However, in an address to the 4th International Finance Fraud Convention in London, which was in uh, 1999, John Schottke, a former special assistant in the Office of the US Comptroller of Currency, stated, Melcidec first came to my attention in June 1990, a few months after Mark Pedley was paroled from a 1986 conviction. Inquiries were received concerning bank names Banco de Asia, Guardian Savings and Guarantee, and Express Bank, amongst others. Investigations in these entities had bank charters from the DOM and obtained for an entity named Consortium Finance Corporation, headquartered in Lake Tahoe, California. Further investigation disclosed a principal alternatively named John Hayden and Branch Vinedresser. Shortly thereafter, the FBI took Branch Vinedresser into custody and revealed that he was Mark Petley, who was then charged with violations of his parole. In the same address, Shockley also stated that the Dominion of Mount Shedek is a fraud, a major fraud, and not a legitimate sovereign entity. Persons associated with the, d- associated with the Dominion of Mount Shedek have been indicted and convicted of a variety of crimes. At one stage in the 1800s, Dom maintained a post office box in Canberra, the capital of Australia. Coincidentally, one of the individuals identified by Philippine authorities in November 1998 as the ringleader of a series of frauds perpetrated in the name of Dom was John Gillespie, a former Australian felon who was convicted on the basis of his involvement in the fine cotton horse substitution racket of the 1980s. Have you heard about... I've not heard about this. No. I think you know the name John Gillespie, though. I think I might have been watching, like, a documentary on Australian prisons and I think he was one of those interviewed. According to a media report originally published in The Nation, which is a Bangkok publication, hundreds of Filipinos, Chinese and Bangladeshis paid up to $3,500 to Gillespie's gang for worthless deck travel documents. <laughs> oh dear. And some had also paid significant amounts of money to obtain government jobs on one of the uninhabited Pacific islands claimed by Dom. The total amount defrauded to was an estimated at $1 million. So he was actually like, if only he could figure out how to sell passports to Nigerians and get some of that money back. Well, the other gang members were arrested, Gillespie himself alluded to oh, capture. Right. So
1: the right. So Fine Cotton was a horse. So this horse yeah. was absolutely shit. So what happened? The scam involved a syndicate to be headed by former bloodstock agent John Gillespie, which purchased a horse that looked almost identical to Fine Cotton and performed better. Unfortunately for the Syndicate, this horse, called Dashing Solitaire, was injured and unable to race when the ring-in was due, due to take place. Having already invested money and gone so far, the Syndicate decided to find another horse. With time running out, they, they purchased a horse called Bold Personality, an open-class horse, several grades above fine cotton. The Syndicate faced a problem that horses were different colours. And I don't Oh no! Oh no! It uh, gets better. Fine Cotton was an eight-year-old brown gelding that uh, had white marking on its hind legs. Hind legs, whereas Bold Personality was a seven-year-old bay gelding with no markings. To overcome this problem, they pl- they, applied, they applied they applied hair color into Bold Personality with limited oh, okay. success. On race All day, right. On race day, having forgotten the peroxide to wipe the legs of bold personality, they resorted to crudely applied white paint. These poorly poorly conceived attempts to overcome the discrepancies in appearance between the two horses later served to highlight the amateurish nature of the screens. So, yeah, the Blake... You deserve to go down for that one.
0: Well, I mean, there's fraud and then there's basically just, like, mate, look... (laughs) you're trying to counterfeit money, but this says 10 puns is a different sum. So nothing works anymore. It's all got to just be redone over uh, and sure over. The- I think I caught that
1: um Right, so... I, don't, I think I might have to see if I can find an older version of OBS. Um... I, think I might have to see if I can find an older version of OBS and just install that and not update
0: it. I mean, is there alternatives to OBS? That's Streamyard, yeah, is not there? But isn't that on like? Isn't that just it's like exactly a back end for OBS? Platform, isn't it? Uh, OBS? So you have the same problems with it. I mean, how did people used to stream before OBS? Top
1: ten OBS alternatives for Windows and. Uh, which, I mean the
0: the the the, uh, the dead internet theory just needs to be like yeah um it's not the dead internet it's just the fact that competent programmers who you know would have names like John Smith are being replaced by incompetent programmers who would have names like uh, Jane Smith or um Rishi Sunak so it just the quality of, of things goes down and things crash all the damn time. Stuff doesn't get maintained, there's spaghetti code everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I used to really like um, Killing Floor 2 and I still play it, but it's really unreliable now and it will frequently crash on me. Um, I can delete the ca- game cache, which m- has a marginal improvement in stability, but not really. You
2: ever heard of
1: Nvidia G4's Shadow Play Hobbit?
0: Yeah, I have. I think they've depreciated it. I'm Not sure if okay. it works anymore. Well, it's worth looking. See if you can get it. Um, but we'll carry on with this um, with this stuff oh, here. So,
2: happening.
0: another fraud involving Dom is attached to Jeffrey Fayer, who was the governor of the Bar Association from '97 to '99, and the current general counsel and humanitarian projects coordinator. Fayer practices law under a license granted by Dom although he was disbarred in California. He offered the book, The Corporation Soul, its history, significance, and creation. Now, soul is in like the soul of your foot, not the soul what animates us. Um, which goes into the history of corporate souls. Oh, okay, so there's, there's a thing. What is a corporate soul? A corporation soul is a legal entity consisting of a single soul incorporated office. Occupied by a single soul, man or woman. Ah, oh, right, so soul is in singular, right. Um, fay also teaches seminars on how to organise and operate a church or ministry as a tax-exempt, non-profit, religious or, 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 uh, corporation. As a result of his fraudulent activities, fay served time in the U.S. federal prison. In April of 2000, CBS's 60 Minutes 2 aired a report critical of Dominion of Mount Shedek, Prior to the programme being aired, Mark Pedley-Smedley-Bedley claims that a conversation was 60 Minutes 2 producer Janet Klein, in which Klein promised Pedley-Smedley-Bedley fair coverage of Dom. In the opening of the programme, CBS made a claim that Pedley was a prophet. During the interview, Bob Simon asked Pedley if he was a prophet. Pedley replied, I try to avoid making any predictions about the future. After CBS aired the programme, Dom demanded a retraction of statements made during the programme. As a result of the bad press, Dom filed a lawsuit in their own judicial system on the... Uh, oh, they're doing uh, year, month, day. Um, anyway, they did it in, in somewhere in 2000. Seeking damages for libel against CBS the amount of $1 billion. It doesn't state whether it's US $1 billion or... Department of Munitions, sorry, uh, a Dominion of, of, of Mark, uh, Billion. The lawsuit named Klein, Simon and CBS as the defendants. Uh, uh, later on in 2000, uh, Dominion of Mark entered a default judgment against CBS, claiming the company failed to respond to the lawsuit. Because of the lack of jurisdiction of the lawsuit, CBS has refused to acknowledge the judgment. David Evan Pedley, or Evan who was born in 1929 in Daly City, California. Is one of the founders of the Dominion of Day. I'll do for you know what, tonight.
1: I should be able to get on long enough to uh, say goodbye to everyone.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll say our goodbyes.
1: Yeah, um, OBS, we're going anyway. Uh, OBS, what are we kept, live? Yeah, we're live. OBS keeps crashing. Next time, it, I'll tell you. What, next time it crashes, we'll knock it on the edge, shall we, it?
0: I'll tell you what. This this is like a, the, the the agents of the Dominion of of Marek, Ezek. They're, they're on to us. They they don't want us talking about the truth. I mean, we this is the true like string pullers here. They you cannot talk about them. They will literally hack into your computer and crash your software, so you cannot talk about the crimes they have done. I think we've got to the root of the conspiracy here.
1: I've got a lot of crash reports. Blimey, you should see them. <laughs> I've got crash it, r- crash reports out of the wazoo.
0: In the crash reports, does it say you will respect the uh, mystical power of Mormon Kabbalah?
1: Yeah, 17th and 11th, that's the day, isn't it? Oh, I well,
0: I, I, I guess we can all hop on to Kino Dogme 2007 and say to Godwinson that... Godwinson's the, it, the... he.
1: pulled some strings, is not he? I've got an unhandled uh, exception, whatever that is, Hobbit.
0: All right, so I'm just going to say, at Godwinson, are you an agent of the Dominion of... How do we spell this thing? I'm going to just copy and paste the Melchit Zek thing from
2: it. M- much is it <laughs> because our stream keeps crashing
0: I'll, I'll have to listen back to it later on because I've got it muted but
2: anyway he's, he's busy talking about his own stuff
1: yeah uh... yeah last three Sundays experience and hadn't any ideas what I in this crash
0: so no no we're not talking about um what they're up to. It's working fine. So whilst you're whilst you're investigating that, briefly I did say this morning I was gonna talk a bit more about uh desertification um until my phone said it had low battery, so I gave up. Now um yeah. <clears throat> Turns out uh, to reverse the desert you need a bunch of things. You- carbon dioxide helps water, but that won't be enough. I mean it rains in the desert, but uh, it is not enough to sustain it so you you need more things there you can um un undesertify you can terraform the desert you'll need to do things like plant poverty grasses to lock the dunes in place so that the soil you've got doesn't wash away, and then to build up a soil. You'll want to use mycelium, the fungus, which, and then from that you can have trees, because then the trees and the mycelium will have a symbiotic relationship. Keep irrigating it, and once you get to a certain critical mass, the transpiration of the trees you see will carry on, and it will, uh, it will. Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? You'll have a rainforest effect. And it, even, you think, ah, oh, well, good luck trying to get to the size of the Amazon. You don't need it to get to that size. I mean, if you live in a country such as England, you'll notice the rainfall effect, say, if you're working at 7 o'clock and you notice or maybe you go and walk with the dog at 7 o'clock and say, oh, well, it's always raining at 7 o'clock. Yes, because that's when the sun goes down, and then there's no longer the sun's, like, keeping the clouds up, so the water vapour... Um, turns into precipitant. It precipitates back down. And that was just water which was in the ground. It comes back on the ground and then it evaporates again. And if you want to lower the rate of evaporation, you'd increase the carbon dioxide levels because the...
2: Uh... I was going to look it up, actually. The pause. In fact, let's do it right now. Why
0: does increased CO2 result in plants using less water. And I think it's because the pores shrink, therefore they transpire less. The rising carbon dioxide is making the world's plants more water. Is causing plants to release less water to the atmosphere. Also they're saying it's a bad thing that this will cause droughts, you see. Um uh, land plants are absorbing 17% more carbon dioxide from the now than 30 years ago. Australia's vegetation hardly using any extra water to do it, it's just in the global change is causing the world's plants to grow in a more water-efficient way. Well, I hate these people which claim they're scientists and saying, like, oh, we've discovered this major thing. It's like, th- this has been known for decades, if not, I, I don't know. I'm sure some, like, smart monks and stuff that had uh,